Welcome to this episode of the Vestal High School Principals Podcast Series with your host, High School Principal Cliff Casson. Vestal High School is a New York State reward school offering international baccalaureate, advanced placement. We are the Vestal High School Golden Bears, a place where learning thrives, a cornerstone of intellect and inquiry through a supportive academic environment hinged on preparing students for a very complex and changing world. And now, our featured presentation. Welcome to the Vestal High School Golden Bears Principals Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Clifford Casson, Principal of Vestal High School. And today, I'm honored to be joined by Andre Angelin, who is a graduating senior here at Vestal High School, and Angelique D. Rowan, who is a current 10th grader, and Madison Monahan, who is also a current 9th grader here at Vestal High School. And what we're discussing today is actually we're three months removed uh, from our uh, March 14th National School Walkout event here at Vestal High School. And today we're going to hit on all the areas of, it was a student initiative, and we want to talk about how that was formed and how these student leaders here initiated uh, this walkout and what they had to do to make this happen and be very successful. Uh, their planning piece, implementation of this, and for an event that really supported staff and student uh, wants and needs and how we felt about uh, school violence. So uh, we'll begin here. Um, who would like to start? Um, hello, my name is Andre Angeline. Um, I'm a graduating senior here at Vessel High School. and. Almost immediately after the Parkland shooting, um, there were many of us who were concerned about how this is becoming a common trend, and I posted something on social media a day or two after, just a brief post about how we were all disgusted by these events that keep on happening, so we wanted to make, I, I suggested that we make a bigger impact out of this, not just letting it be another shooting in school, so we took the initiative. Um, me and a few other students to make this a bigger thing to organize a walkout for our school. We didn't know exactly at the time what we were going to do, whether it be a sit-in or a walkout or just a demonstration of some sort, but we wanted to make sure that we had our voices heard. Mm -hmm. That's great. When did that initial meetings have? Did, so you were on social media, but then did you have any meetings with students or staff here at the high school? Right. So. Um, I made the post on my social media a day or two after um, the shooting at Parkland actually happened. Okay. And upon returning back to to the high school, because we had a, a short break in between, um, I within that week, me and other fellow students met who were interested in doing something, like I said, either a demonstration or a walkout, nothing specifically, but we all just wanted to meet up and congregate just to discuss our ideas. Mm -hmm. And in, in those discussions, we concluded that we wanted it to align with it being a month after the shooting happened to specifically honor those lives and make it almost like an anniversary of remembering and honor of those people who died. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, for the victims. Right. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Right. Madison, what was your uh, role in all of this? Um, I'm Madison Monahan, a freshman at Westville High School. Um, my role in all of this, um, I originally, um, first, um, came to see this when, um, Andre first brought together a long, I think it was like 23 students in a room, 
Um, and he originally, was it like, um, like, I think it was speech and like a poster committee? Right. We organized, we tried to break it up to have more structure in our organization of making a specific committee for posters and just getting the word out and then people having another like speech group to write speeches for the walkout itself. That's right. And then um, me and a few other students, um, we went forward with it and we formated a speech, which I then later read at the walkout. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Angelique, how about you? What was your involvement? Um, my name's Angelique DeRowan, and I am currently a sophomore at Vestal High School. And I became involved when I saw Andre's post on social media and I immediately wanted to be involved so I commented I said I'm totally in for this (laughs) and I later asked him about any meetings or how I can be involved in this demonstration against school violence and so Andre told me that they were looking for some speakers for this event and I love writing speeches. I love sharing my ideas in a thoughtful way that others can agree with. And so I thought that I would be a good candidate (laughs) to um, deliver a speech to our school. So I said I would totally be willing to do so. And I went to the meetings afterwards where we were organizing the event and I helped with making posters as well as uh, finalizing my speech and making any edits to accommodate for the message that we were trying to bring about during the walkout. So yeah, that's how I I was involved. I was a speaker at the walkout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So it really did spearhead with uh, Angela and with that social media media posting right so that's where it started that's great now with that you also had some staff members I know Mrs. Darpino was one that came to me and spoke to me about that students are initializing something to to, uh, you know to work on on a walkout to a demonstration against school violence and when I looked at it from administrative side um, I was concerned about because there was at the time a lot of you know, gun control and that type of thing, very political, things are really driven politically. And I, so I was talking with the staff, a, a small group of staff members that we have to be careful about that. And we have to, what is, what is our vision? What's our goal here? What's the end result of a, of a walkout? And what we said was we want to make sure that, you know, we have a safe school. That's really what it boils down to. And we want to get the message out that it's students that want a safe school, adults that want a safe school, so how can we do that collectively? And I know then meeting with the leadership of students and there are other, mm-hmm. uh, a couple other students that couldn't be here today that were integral and in they were, uh, they had a, a key piece in this. They, um, together we did work on what this format would look like. And so the first meeting, like you were saying, was 23 students, I remember counting how many students showed up in yeah. room 181. Mm-hmm. And that was great. We broke it down in different segments, and I know you spoke an awful lot. Can you uh, remember what happened at that meeting and the discussion that took place? And I know many voices were heard, which is really great. Uh, we had a number of faculty there, uh, staff, and 23 students. Can you uh, recap that, what took place in that first initial meeting? Can you recall? 
Yeah, so um, basically, um, after following my social media posts, um, like people like Angelique um, said that they were interested, so um, I'm on the morning announcements at Vessel High School. So what I did was um, I made an announcement that anybody can come down to this large room and we could all just discuss and point like mm -hmm. bring different ideas to the table and make sure that we at least come with a partial plan for what yeah. we wanted to do yeah. and we ended up basically having the entire plan planned out by the end of the meeting and it, after that it was just a matter of following through with the plan itself organizing mm -hmm. the things that we needed right um, such as like getting all the technology out there because we were standing on like a big stand for, so people could see mm -hmm. us and like hooking up speakers and microphones and then also spreading the word out through like posters like I, I decided to make the poster committee and then we had to like gather up our speeches we've concluded and then after that meeting it um, the movement really took off and as mm -hmm. we could see we had a great result we had hundreds of students out there I can't speak on the statistics exactly yeah. because yeah. we never really gathered that data but I'd say it appeared to be at least half of the student body was out there. Yeah, we estimated, so our student body is approximately 1,050 students, and we estimated it was definitely more than 800 students mm -hmm. that, partic that participated in the walkout. Mm -hmm. So when you were talking earlier here about the posters, I think which was a real driving force, and I know this came from uh, the students that wanted to have this, for the 17 victims, there was a poster that you created a picture, a large picture, and it had their name and some information about the students uh, or the victims that uh, part of Parkland. And I think that was such a powerful message. I know when you held that up in the atrium as everyone exited our building that time, that really, when people saw the victims, I mean, it, you could hear a pin drop with over 800 people walked past those pictures those and those posters and then outside and it was snowy day and it was what at least a couple inches of snow on the ground and you could hear a pin drop the wind chill I remember it was, it was like it eight was pretty cool. yeah 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 it was uh, kind of cool but um, I, I think you did a, a really nice job but what I'm really proud of all of you about is that you you found something that we hey we need to unite our whole school on this and we have and we we appreciate diversity we want diversity and there's different thoughts and that's okay because we want to listen to that and we want to uh, acknowledge that people come from different backgrounds and they have different focuses different initiatives but we you found a common theme uh, no matter if someone is pro-gun or, or against gun control that type of thing but what you said I think what you did really well is a student body you focused on we want a safe school and I think everyone could uh, commit to that and that's what I believe this whole initiative was about is that hey we're standing together and because we want a safe school and I thought you did an excellent job of planning everything um, and then we had a lot of meetings together a small group with the administration the teachers and you and the, the students and we went through the speeches what would be said and logistics now that took quite a bit of yeah. right the logistics yeah. and how all this is going to work and uh, do you remember, can you recap any of that? Those, um, you know, we had to work on the schedule, remember when we wanted to do this, a specific time, because it was a national walkout, and mm -hmm. then we had to come up with the schedules. We went through the speeches, and there were five students that spoke, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. And talk about that. How did you organize, who spoke about what different topics and the message that you wanted to deliver? Can you talk about that, or how that was broken down? Well, 
initially we were just trying to get volunteers for people who wanted to speak and then after that we were able to section off who would speak about what mm -hmm. and so for the walkout we had five speakers right. um the first one being justine johnson right and she had an introduction uh she stated the purpose of the walkout which was against school violence and promoting safe schools, which once again, I find that to be very important because I know that I've heard from students at other schools that they've attempted to do the school walk walkout as well during mm -hmm. this time. And because they made their walkouts more about gun control, there was a divide in their school. There was a lot more tension and people were getting very passionate about their sides of the argument, about their sides of the pro-gun or anti-gun issue. And so I find that, as Mr. Casson said, the fact that we changed the topic to be more about just unity and promoting a safe school, I just find that to be very important and the reason why this was so successful. Yeah. Yeah, and like basically, there is a lot of us who had a lot of varying viewpoints, just even between yeah. like the five or six of us who really organized yeah. the walkout. Like there are some of us who, there's people on board that totally wanted to ban um, certain classes of weapons. There are some people who wanted nothing to be changed in terms of laws. And what I think made, like, like Angelique said, that made our walkout really unique was that we had these like varying viewpoints all come together and I think it was really important because this way there's always strength in numbers mm -hmm. and while there's many of us who wanted to seek a more political spark of the walkout you can't win every battle so what we did was we basically took this as an opportunity to and get people engaged. While there are many of us who had specific viewpoints on it, we didn't want to share those viewpoints. We just wanted to share how people can get involved and spread the message specifically to our government that we are tired. We all have different viewpoints on what we want to do because we're tired of what's happening, yeah. but we wanted to make sure that this was something that was honoring their lives while getting our message heard. Right, well yeah. said, that's right. Yeah, I do mm -hmm. recall that. This is great we're recapping yeah. this because as you're speaking, like, oh yes, I can definitely remember yeah. Yeah. when we uh, discussed all that. Yeah, that's great. And so back to the speakers, Justine, she had an introduction and she also read all of the names of the victims of the Parkland mm -hmm. shooting, which was very impactful. I mean, yes. it was quite striking how many people's lives were lost and how and how this just, it happened, and unfortunately, it continues to happen, which is very sad. But right. once again, this walkout, it raised awareness, and that mm -hmm. was our goal, to raise awareness uh, about these mm -hmm. tragic and absolutely horrible events and how we should try to prevent them. And so after Justine, I believe that Madison spoke. Okay. Uh, Madison, would you like to say um, what you I spoke about, about um, <laughs> mental health awareness and that how it impacted um, how the mental health disorders that plays a role 
um, in schools around our country, not just like um, in shootings, but also um, what our students these days are going through and how like people are suffering from these disorders and how they need help. Right. Yeah, I agree. That brought a huge awareness and I know uh, in a school with the adults that really helped our focus and what we needed to do be to prevent situations like this in school. Can we uh, identify students that are struggling with some mental illness and what programs we have in place and what supports in our community can we help students? And that's, yeah, I agree 100%. And when you brought that topic up, that really helped us. And obviously we always did address that with students, but it really put us on a higher alert that we do have to be aware that mental health, mental health and wellness of all students, and then you know that's be more of a um, proactive approach to school safety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Nate's speech was essentially discussing how he believed that people should be more active mm -hmm. in government. So he stressed that people should register to vote, as I said before, and also email your representatives, like your governors, um, your congressmen, about your ideas in regards to polit political issues. And, it, and that's so true because the, the officials that we elect, they can't make changes or initiate changes if they don't know what we the people would like to have changed. Right? So it is so true. I mean, often we just sit back, we'll complain about something, but are we, real, are we really letting the people know that can make a change? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's part of being a, a, a citizen and a, uh, a responsible citizen to say, hey, look, here's something that we need to work on and elected officials, here we go. Now, what can you do for And this speech was really the key point of our entire walkout because the this way, when people are getting engaged, they can contact their representatives or other elected officials to put in their specific viewpoints and their specific ideas because I know that there are so many encompassed within everybody who participated in the walkout. So this way we weren't leaving behind the people who wanted it to be more of a political thing because in this way it was it was very political but not in a way that that like eliminated everybody else's viewpoints right. because we were like still involving everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it didn't take one side. It wasn't one side right. approach. Right. It's like if you have questions, <coughs> concerns, and you need to be actively involved in in government. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. great. And then after that was my speech, where yeah. um, I discussed the importance of being kind to others and how change can be brought if we are all united and overcome our differences mm -hmm. and this tied in with the event that we had in school the 17 days of kindness right. where we mm -hmm. stress that people should try their best to be more kind to others than perhaps they were before and that and the reason why we placed my speech after nate's is because nate's was more politically charged correct and we wanted to Although Andre did have the last word, we wanted to have our um, members of the walkout have an idea of trying to make little changes in their mind. Because mm -hmm. 
we're a high school, so not everyone is eligible to vote. Yeah. So um, focusing on ways you can make a change now would definitely have an impact on students. Exactly. And that goes back to all the planning that we did ahead of time and that mm -hmm. this was a focus and this was an intentional focus on how we wanted our message to be heard with our students. So yeah, thank you for recalling that. You're right, we did purposely yeah. put that after after Nate speak. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then um, the last speech was mine and mine was similar to Nate's in a sense where I talked about contacting um, our local se state senator, Fred Akshar, and I then talked about I then further talked about what Angelique said too, getting involved in being, you know, just more kind and caring towards mm -hmm. others because obviously these factors contribute to the tragedies that happen as well while they're not completely responsible. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to announce how successful we were not just in raising awareness, but in part that we also had somewhat of a charity fund going on. So. Um, we raised $1,700 to the Solomon Douglas Victims Fund. Yeah. So I think that was a huge accomplishment on yeah. our part, being able to actually make a monetary yeah. mm -hmm. like donation, donation yeah. to these people. And then furtherly, talking about getting engaged, I discussed how we were having the local march for our lives, more specifically, and mm -hmm. this was more of a political manner mm -hmm. about gun control. And we felt that this was more, a more appropriate way to go about it saying like if you have a specific viewpoint please go here because right. this is that would be the perfect place to express your specific Correct. viewpoints and stand in unity with people who share the exact same views as you mm -hmm. and um, yep and then I just wrapped up thanked everybody including you and Mrs. Darpino and other administrators and teachers mm -hmm. who helped um, continue our mission to actually make an impact on our school right yeah that was yeah. great yeah and then at the conclusion I believe it really was about almost 17 it was like 16 minutes it was almost a 17 minutes that we had right. planned to be outside and it was perfect timing and then all 800 plus students just walked in really yeah. nice and quietly went back to classes yeah it was mm -hmm. like zero disruption to the school to the academic setting it was really fantastic yeah and we how we had it set up was like um, outside there was this big stand like the marching band conductors yes have when, they stand, when they stand um, <laughs> yeah. up there yeah. so we had that for them to be able to see all of us and um, yeah and in front of that we had our big banner that we made um, about Bestel standing with Parkland that we had um, after we had students sign during their free periods or just throughout right. the day in general, and then we sent that over um, to, to show right. to show our support yes. for them and be sympathetic towards them. And I mean that banner was probably about twenty five feet long. Yeah, it was, yeah. there was it took like a ton of least, students yeah. to hold it up. There's a big yeah. there's a picture. There's yeah, at least like had, a dozen right. people holding up. Yeah, and then on the way, and like you said, in the atrium when people first walked in. People are holding up pictures like this, being silent, right. just of the people's faces. And from I, I was standing on the sand already when people were walking out, mm -hmm. so I couldn't necessarily see what was going on in the atrium. But from what I heard from a lot of people was that 
people were talking about the second they looked at the posters. Correct. They they just yeah, stopped. And then those people who were holding um, the pic the pictures or posters or whatever you want to label them of the victims, they all stood outside, kind of near a stand. So we really had a strong, impactful really message. Was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it really was. Yeah. And that uh, podium you stand on that what that's at least six feet high where your feet. Oh yeah, are right. slippery. And yeah. there was snow. We kept custodians <laughs> kept going out yeah. like brushing it off, and yeah, and then, yeah, because that snow was happening. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it was a great event, and uh, I thought you d- did an excellent job of getting this organized. One piece that uh, we haven't mentioned yet was our collaboration with the Vessel Police Department. So our town mm-hmm. has its own police department, and we worked well with them. We had a couple meetings with the uh, chief of police, and there are, they have some detectives and uh, patrolmen. And so we met with all of them and came up with a plan where actually their concern was, they said, if everyone's doing a walkout, school's doing a walkout, there could be some individuals out there taking advantage of this and create some violence, as they know there's going to be a mass mm-hmm. exodus of the uh, building. Right. So they were really concerned with that when we proposed that we wanted to work with students and, and engage in this activity to support safe schools and have a silent um, approach to this and have some guest speakers, have some speakers speaking. And so they said, were really nervous about this. So what they did was they came early and they actually went on top of a roof, make sure no one was up on the roof. So they walked the roof and checked that out and they checked the surrounding areas around. They actually went through our parking lot in the front of the school and they looked in each car to make sure there wasn't someone hiding in a vehicle. And then they blocked off both entrances along with our buildings and grounds crew. They put their big heavy equipment or trucks there and we made sure that no one was coming in school was a half hour before and then after an event so we made sure there's no traffic coming and what we did also was we shut it down to media and to everyone and sometimes I wonder if that was a mistake because we had such a successful event that it might have been pretty cool to have the media here to to record it all but it was really for our students and that's what we initially said was this is for our students it's an initiative student initiative and this is what we're doing to build that unity with our our high school and to show that we're supporting one another and that to collectively together that we want a safe school. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really want any outsiders. We did not allow parents to come in. Many parents did ask and we said, no, this is strictly for students mm-hmm. only and for us and staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the approach we took and I think it was very successful. Yeah, and while um, even if we didn't have the police fo- force come through and like help Mm-hmm. out and, and protecting us we right. would have done it anyways because we wanted to show that we're not going to be right. silenced and mm-hmm. we're, we can't let fear win. Right. It was very very comforting and Correct. for I know for all of us who organized yeah. it and all the students who were out there because a lot of people were scared. A lot of people had the fear like the day or two before people were starting to have the idea of backing out because they didn't, they didn't feel comfortable because obviously mm-hmm. like what we're making this demonstration about is like we all are having a fear of dying yeah, from violence in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were very vulnerable in that state, but we were lucky enough to be able to have such a great police department to help us with yes. our insertion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they actually did have what well, you don't know that, but they did have plain clothes police officers mm-hmm. that were in different areas also on yeah. our campus. So they, they brought a number of individuals in just to make sure of our safety. So yeah, that, that was great. 
Did we want to read uh, the, the speeches? Did you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I can start off by reading Justine's because hers was the introduction, mine was the conclusion, so it was similar in that sense. I can start with that. And I'll be reading it as Justine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Raise your voice up a little bit. Yeah, yes. right. um, <laughs> welcome, my name is Justine Johnson. I'm a senior here at Vessel High School. I would like to start by thanking our administration for allowing our school to participate in the walkout this morning without facing consequences. I would also like to thank not only the students here at Bessel High School, but also the students across the nation that have used their voices to inspire us to come together today. Our goal today is to honor those who lost their lives in the Marjorie Stone Stoneman Douglas shooting in Parkland, Florida, and to bring light to the fact that students and staff had the right to assemble in a safe environment free from the fear of violence, including the use of weapons. The Parkland tragedy served as a breaking point, making many of us determined to ensure that this will never again happen in a school. We as students are using this walkout to encourage change within the school, to advocate for community and political involvement by students and for increased mental health resources. The school should be a safe place where students can learn and grow as people. Yet unfortunately, three teachers who taught, mentored, and protected their students lost their lives, and 14 students who had bright futures ahead of them had their lives cut short. To honor these 17 victims today, each of their names will be read aloud. Following the reading of all names, we will have a moment of silence to remember those who lost their lives on February 14th. We will continue to remember these victims in a school-wide 17 days of kindness. We encourage all students to participate in acts of kindness to promote a safe, supportive, and vibrant school community. Counselors will also be available following this event for students who are emotionally impacted and do not feel ready to go back to class. While we honor the victims, we ask that you be respectful and take time to reflect on the tragedy. Scott Beagle, Aaron Face, Christopher Hickson, Elena Petty, Meadow Pollock, Helena Ramsey, Alex Schachter, Alyssa Alhadef, Martin DeCue, Carmen Shentrup, Peter Wang, Joaquin Oliver, Jamie Gutenberg, Carol Lauren, Gina Montalto, Luke Hoyer, Nicholas Dwart. Now we will have a moment of silence. Thank you. We will now have student speakers. The following speeches have been written by students and reflect their beliefs and opinions. While this event is supported by the administration, please keep in mind that these speeches do not necessarily ref reflect the views of Vessel Central School District. That's right. And that was well read, thank you. And one thing I want to add to that is when Justine read the names of the victims, then the persons holding those, those pictures, remember they, they were holding them chest height, and then when she read the name, they extended it up. Right. And it went yeah. right down, and then they held that picture up, and then the next name, and so when she got all the way to the end, all of them were held up above their heads. That was really yeah, powerful. Connecting the name to the face was very important for very us because powerful. we wanted to make it impactful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and after the walkout, we actually hung up those posters right. in the mm -hmm. hallway, mm -hmm. and that was very impactful. It, yeah. it just always shows how this problem persists and how we should be cognizant of that. So I thought that was a really great idea, mm -hmm. and it was very effective in it was. continuing to... Um, push our message. Right. Do you know how many times I'd walk down the hall, because I was outside the commons area, mm -hmm. and I'd walk down that hallway and I'd see students and staff just 
walking slowly, looking at the pictures and reading, you know, the messages next to each picture. It was very, yeah. very powerful. And mm -hmm. I did it multiple times myself and really, wow, very emotional. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be reading the mental health speech. Um, I'm here to talk to you about the role that mental health plays in the violence we see unfolding in schools around our country. A well-known cases such as Parkland, Virginia Tech, and Columbine, mental health and trauma the perpetrators suffered from partly contributed to their actions. 59% of mass shootings between 1900 and 2017 were committed by someone diagnosed with a mental illness or someone showing signs of a mental disorder. However, we cannot assume mental health is the only culprit and allow it to continue to be used as a scapegoat as it has been in the past. The majority of people with mental illnesses are never violent. Connecting mental illnesses to these acts of violence only adds to the stigma against these conditions. Such stigma makes it harder for, man for many to seek help and allows their problems to go undiagnosed and hidden. In America, about one-third to one-half of mentally ill people go untreated. Mental health is something that affects us all, directly through our own experience our own experiences or those are through witnessing some or some of these violent situations occurring in schools around our country. Some aspects of mental health are beyond a high schooler's control, such as serious illnesses that would require a professional or mental or medical assistance. Nevertheless, we are not powerless. We have the ability to help ourselves and to help one others. For example, common red flags of impending acts of violence include anger, emotional trouble, or alienation, often from being an outcast or victim of, of bullying. Imagine how this trauma could be decreased if students could make conscious effort to be nicer for, to each other about and worked to include each other, like we are today. What if we made it easier for people to to speak openly about their problems and ask for help. Think about how differently things might be. Less anger, less pain, less trauma, and less need for violence. Vestal is doing their part to help their students with mental health issues. There will be a mental health, mental wealth, wellness night on, at the high school on March 28th to, wait, to, to raise awareness of suicide prevention and give parents resources to help their children. We all need to do our part too. In closing, mental health is something that affects us all. It may seem like we are powerless, unable to truly make a change, but that is far from the truth. With kindness and effort to include everyone, a listening ear and a desire to help, we can help combat the destructive role untreated mental illness plays in violent situations. Whether it be suicide or homicide, we can make a difference. Great message. And that 13 Reasons Why Not, that uh, evening event was very successful also that we held here at the high school. Um, I'll be reading Nate Nipsher's speech. We want to thank the school for their part in letting this walkout happen, but this walkout is about student voices. To be clear, anything I say does not necessarily represent the beliefs of the school system as a whole. My wish is this, to be to be able to wake up, come to school, learn, and all the while not fear for my life. 
This walkout has been about honoring the victims, but it is also about creating solutions. We may not all agree on what we think the solution will entail, but we should all be in agreement that a solution needs to be reached. We urge you to get involved. Your voices should be heard. It is about making it impossible for someone to be able to take lives of those in schools so easily. Impossible to wrench away a human life, years and years in the making, from families who sit wailing and waiting for something, anything, that can assure that enough is enough. And no more parents will have to bury their child simply because they went to school. Why, I ask, is being killed still a possible price to pay when we get up in the morning for school every day? It has become apparent that many in Washington and in politics on any scale are not willing to step up and be the change we desperately need. It is up to us to be that change. Register to vote. Contact your local representatives. Vote for politicians who share your views. Call the politicians that disagree and let them know how disappointed you are. I am exhausted, like you who stand before me, because of those in power silencing our voices and dismissing us because we're kids. And yet we're the ones with our lives most at stake. Think. Think about our ideas being swept under the rug in favor of ideas that hurt us but make the least noise. And to those who silence us, think. Silence is used as a weapon only by those who deeply fear what we have to say. Attend the March for Our Lives in Binghamton on March 24th and sign the banner that we are sending to Parkland to show your solidarity. This will take more than thoughts and prayers or even walkouts like these. We want action and we want student voices to be part of the solution. Look at these 17 human beings. Now look around at your friends and teachers. Are we willing to sacrifice 17 of our own? We say enough is enough and never again. Well done. Yeah, Nate's speech, it was extremely well worded. Yeah, and very powerful. Yeah. He delivered it very well also. Yeah. Thank you. you so, now, nice so now I'll be reading my speech. Change, a simple word that can carry so much meaning and that can be hard to do. However, by making a conscious effort to spread positive energy, we can all make a lasting impact. In fact, all of you have made a difference today. By walking out here and showing your support for the lives that have been lost, you are supporting our cause against violence and you are all helping with paving the road toward a better and safer future. However, we are left with the question of how can we continue to make a difference? The simple answer that I can provide is that we all should strive to try to create a more positive environment for ourselves and others. Thoughts and prayers are nice and they do have meaning, but actions are what we need in order to truly make a difference. When we look past our differences and instead realize how we are all people who are wanting and deserving of love, that is how we can achieve the goal of creating a peaceful world, one in which these horrific events are no longer commonplace. We can achieve this 
by simply focusing on ways to brighten someone's day. A simple compliment or even a sincere hello can lift someone's mood and change their day. When we all try to better ourselves, that's how we end up helping others. That is how we create a safe environment. That is how we make a better world for us all to not only live in, but to thrive in. We all can do better by working on ourselves and by helping others in the process. The smallest thing you can do to help someone is the first step in forming a safe and equal environment for us all. Helping each other and being kind are simple but required things to do if we want to make a difference. It is surprising how much the little things in life can really make a difference in the end. For these next 17 days and beyond, let us all try to be the positive lights that our world so desperately needs. So show that you care about everyone in your life. Ask someone about their day or simply give a friendly wave because you never know when you might be making a difference in someone's life. Life is a precious thing that we all have been gifted with. So we should all try to make the effort to show that by being alive today, we are truly making a difference. Very nice. Yes. And then I'll, I'll now be reading mine, which is the last speech, which is sort of a conclusion. <clears throat> the banner that you see here, Vessel Stands of Parkland, will be in the lobby during lunch period today if you'd like to sign your name or add a brief message of support or encouragement to the students in Parkland. We will also have information sheets about the March for Our Lives on March 24th, along with information about registering to vote and contacting your representatives. Please don't be afraid to do so. I personally have been in contact with our Senator Fred Akshar. He has been very open to listening to our ideas. You can pick up these sheets now or at lunch. We urge all students and staff to practice kindness and inclusion of the next 17 days and beyond as a way to honor these 17 victims and to help prevent another event like this. Counselors will be available today in the Counseling and Guidance Office if anyone would like someone to talk to. On another note, I'm very proud to announce that we have raised about $1,700 for the Selman Douglas Victims Fund through our t-shirt sales, so thank you so much to whoever bought one. I'd like to thank the other students that spoke today and all the students involving in the planning of this event. We'd also like to give our greatest thanks to Mr. Kasson and the administration for supporting student voices. Also, a huge thank you to Ms. Arpino for being there for us and giving us great guidance. Lastly, thanks to all of you for walking out with us and continuing this mission. Keep on fighting for what you believe in and being the voices that need to be heard. We will now return to our third period classes and I hope you all have a great day. It's um, like I'm there again. That, yeah, I, I just want to say that, right? Yeah, exactly. Wow. It was very powerful. It, it was just, yeah. I remember in that moment when I was like, hello, my name is Andre Angeline and I'm a senior here at VHS, everything. It was just like, yeah. it was like wow, this is powerful being yeah. up there. Yeah. And you had literally the bird's eye view up there. You yeah. saw. Mm -hmm. I mean, that must have been really neat to see yeah. all the student body. Yeah, and there were so small, many one area. students there. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was insane. <laughs> and one thing we had uh, also, we got to mention uh, district office personnel. So superintendents, assistant superintendents and directors, they were there also. And they mm -hmm. supported this. When we first started talking about this, mm -hmm. obviously, I had to talk to our superintendent and we to go through what the student initiative was and to get permission really to see how we could hold that. And he's he connected with the Vessel Police Department and that's how that worked. But in that audience was a number of district personnel also. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've supported their cause and our cause. So that was great. And wasn't our walkout the only one in our area that was supported mm-hmm. by administration? Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Others, uh, they held uh, partial walkouts within the school setting, or they allowed, they required students to stay in classrooms, and then they did, they had some student speeches over the PA system. So there's a variety of different mm-hmm. ways it was handled. But I do know when I, I met with local area high school principals, we have a monthly meeting, and when I mentioned our plan, and I told them about our plan of the 17 days following those acts of kindness, many of them incorporated that into their plan also. Nice. And yeah, so, and they really, and they commented about our plan after the fact, also the following meeting that, that month later, and how well we did here and what our students did. And it's, it's all students, this was all student initiated, all these speeches written by students. We had a little mm-hmm. feedback here or there as we read through them, mm-hmm. and but it was all of all of you, and that's what was just so proud of everything you did. And mm-hmm. It speaks volumes to our school and our school community and our student population. It's wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking about uh, Mr. Akshar, um, can you tell us about that? So you contacted him, and then he created a safety summit. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it was because of your initiation, right, yeah. Andre? Yeah. So. Um, not like I'm going to take credit for that starting, but I think I was definitely a big part of that starting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had heard that there was going to be a meeting between Senator Akshar and some local um, principals and other administrators from the district. And I had contacted him wanting to discuss that there could possibly be like a panel or a group of um, some students from schools as well as administrators and as well as his presence there too, right. to be able to get our ideas spoken. But he did 10 times better and yeah. um, <laughs> organized a school safety summit where we could incorporate all of our different specific views and make suggestions, kind of like a town hall almost. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so nearly every school um, around the area sent um, maybe like five kids. Yeah. We, there were six of us who went. Right. And in this way we really got, like I said, we got to share our specific views and this was not too long after, like, the walkout happened right. itself. Yeah. yeah. And I think because our walkout was so successful, it really, like, had a stronger impact on being in our area being able to pull off something like this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that was a great venue also with uh, right. Senator Akshar to listen to, you know, students. Basically, that's what he wanted to hear. He wanted to hear students who passed around the microphone. Yeah. And students spoke about issues in their schools and the mm-hmm. community and what they thought could help. Now with that, um, the district attorney Cornwell, he, Mr. Cornwell, he has began a, a school resource officer program for schools. Mm-hmm. So really what the, he's trying to do is get, the, I mean, they do have a number of, right now they have seven retired police officers that have gone through a training, school resource officer training, and they are placed in various schools schools throughout Broome County mm-hmm. and for just to promote safety and actually we met with uh, Mr. Cornwell just a few weeks ago and looking at possibly at Vessel High School here <coughs> so like Vessel District also we have one school resource officer obviously Officer Talbot but he is um, he, once in a while he's not always here at the high school where he gets pulled to different buildings for various reasons so we are looking at possibly having another school resource officer in our district so then we can have one school resource officer stationed here at the high school every day mm-hmm. instead of being nice. pulled for different district mm-hmm. businesses. 
So with that, so I, I think there's a, it brought a lot of awareness. So it is student initiated walkout, our walkout, and in other school districts. And then with um, Senator Akshar and now with our district attorney, uh, Cornwell, it's really spearheaded uh, quite a movement here at School Safety. You know, and you had a huge, huge part of this. Yeah, and, and actually at the School Safety Summit, that was one of the topics that we discussed. School resource officers, right. what would their qualifications be? And so it's really cool how the topics that we discussed there, they're actually being brought up and mm -hmm. taken care of. Mm -hmm. So right. I just find that to be really awesome. I know for me, it was an amazing experience. Right. I was so grateful that um, Mr. Casson asked me to yeah. attend and um, and not to brag or anything, but Vestal, we had a really good um, panel of yeah. students. Okay. Okay. We had a pretty yeah. awesome team. Yeah. Everyone, you can brag because I was yeah. really <laughs> impressed Andrea with that. herself yeah. got you know. pulled aside to them and was like, thanked <laughs> by one of um, Akshar's employees or yeah, something yeah. to that yeah. degree. Yeah, he actually asked me to do a little interview afterwards, yeah. which was really right. awesome. But more importantly, all of the students that Mr. Casson asked to attend, we were all able to share our opinions and views. And um, it was just really awesome how right. so many students coming from so many different backgrounds were able to collaborate and mm -hmm. talk about topics without getting to... Um, heated <laughs> about right. them yeah. so mm -hmm. yeah it, it was just an amazing experience and I hope that we can continue to have um, conferences like that about varying issues right. yeah. yeah definitely because student voices need to be heard oh, 100% so yeah yeah and that's what I think it's great about our high school is that we do want to listen to all students mm -hmm. and like I said always my door is always open if anyone wants to come talk to me or right. other administrators yeah. teachers and I, I think that's so important. And if we have common grounds that we need to address a situation or look at something differently, then let's do that. Let's plan together and, and let's make sure we have the best high school, which I think we have the very best high school everywhere. But uh, let's make sure <laughs> we continue that, you know. Right. And if there's areas we need to improve on, it's continuous improvement. So let's, let's do it. Let's do it together, mm -hmm. you know. So it's not just coming from one view. And you need that varying perspectives to make sure that you're moving forward with um, with everyone on board, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the idea. Yeah, so, but well done here. Is there anything else that we should uh, let uh, people listening to this know about our event here from the March 14th to walk out? I just like to say, in the future, there's obviously going to be more problems in our country because this is how the world kind of just works now. And yeah. while there may while there may be more things that are going to happen, there's probably going to be more student activism that's going to follow that. And I just want to spread the message to the administrators in the school that are the ones who really have to make this decision of whether or not this activism can be practiced. Don't be afraid of what can happen when you start working with the students, because obviously mm -hmm. there is a lot of, mm -hmm. there's a lot of fear between both sides of collaborating together. And obviously there's a lot of parents and faculty that were scared and disagreed with um, yeah. the idea of having a school walkout. But you can see what can really happen if you do it in a way that's very respectful, do it in a way that's powerful, and doing it in a way that's most importantly working together. Mm -hmm. And so, not yeah. to mention like this walkout, uh, I know for me it allowed me to branch out onto a greater scale, the March for mm -hmm. Our Lives. 
this walkout let Madison and I be able to speak at the March for Our Lives. Yes. And that was mm-hmm. also a large event, and it was mainly student-run. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Right. Although I'm not saying, I'm not trying to push my views onto anyone, I just, it's pretty amazing how this walkout, it just started off from a post and it mm-hmm. let me yeah. Yeah. Uh, be able to participate in March for Our Lives, a school safety summit, and it just let me be more aware of how student activism can be very powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's going to conclude yeah. mm-hmm. our podcast. So I just want to say uh, to our listeners, you know, thank you very much for tuning in to the Vestal High School Golden Bears Principals Podcast. <laughs> and today we focused on our student-initiated March 14, 2018 uh, school walkout event here with uh, student leaders. And I want to thank our, our guests here today. Thank you very much for being part of this podcast. And excellent students and I really appreciate your leadership in our school because that's what it takes you know uh, for people to be involved and it's not always be a leader step up in front of your peers you were speaking in front of over 800 of your peers mm-hmm. uh, in March 14th and that's that's tough and I really want to say I appreciate what you've done and it's um, acknowledged that thank you know, all the hard thank work you. That you put into this yeah so uh, with that also a big thank you to our guests for joining us today and uh, and listening to what we had to say about our, our walkout and this event and hopefully it can help other school districts understand the importance of working together and collaborating with everyone that's involved in a school because a school setting is for students and we want to make sure they have uh, the best um, opportunities for academic achievement, social achievement, developmental, but also their views need to be heard in that mm-hmm. we need to, see, you know, this is this is your world when you know when as you're the next uh, leaders uh, next adults here and out in this world and we want to make sure that we're helping shape that for you and with you yeah so, yeah all right well thank you very much so till next time uh, stay golden Vestal this concludes this episode of Vestal High School's principals podcast a special thanks to our guests for visits with us today be sure to tune in to future episodes as we continue to inform you of the exciting initiatives taking place here at Vestal High School.